Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. J-E-L-L-O. The Jell-O program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston and Phil Harris and his orchestra. The orchestra opens a program with Jerome Kearns, High, Wide and Handsome from the picture of the same name. <laughs> Here we are back again, beginning our fourth year on the air for Jell-O. We're mighty happy to be back, and we hope you're happy, too. We hope you like our shows better than ever before, and we know you like Jell-O better than ever, because Jell-O is being improved all the time. Experts in the Jell-O laboratories are working constantly to make Jell-O always more delicious, to bring you richer fruit flavors, more luscious than ever, and glowing colors fresh and bright, to make Jell-O more attractive to look at and more appetizing to taste. But remember, if you want to get the real thing, insist on genuine Jell-O. For Jell-O brings you that wonderful, extra-rich fruit flavor which simply cannot be topped. Look for the big red letters on the box. They spell Jell-O. Handsome played by Phil Harris and his orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, after a holiday of 13 weeks, we bring you a man whose vacation is over, and so is yours, Jack Benny. Hey, gee, I can't be that good. <laughs> Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, full of pep and raring to go. You know, Don, it feels so good to be back in the studio with the old gang. Yeah, I'm even happy to see this silly old microphone. Hello, Mike. Hello, Jack. <laughs> well, Don, oh, isn't it good? I don't know whether I... <laughs> Don, I don't know whether I ought to tell you this or not, but on my 13-week vacation, I don't know of anyone I've missed as much as you. Well, thanks, Jack. I've missed you, too. Yeah, I'm sure glad to see you. See, if you were Loretta Young, I'd kiss you. <laughs> But really, Don, I've never seen you in better shape. You look so rested. So do you, Jack. And you, you look so healthy. Oh, you do too, Jack. And you look so handsome. <laughs> did you, did you hear me, Don? Yes, thanks. Oh. oh. <laughs> I guess I went too far there. <laughs> Well, Jack, now tell me all about your trip to Europe. Did you have a good time? Don, I had the most marvelous time I've ever had in my life. It was more fun than a barrel of monkeys. And you know what they are. <laughs> I'll say. I tell you, Don, there's nothing like an ocean voyage for complete relaxation. I was so relaxed, I didn't eat for four days. <laughs> 
thought it was great, though. 3,000 miles on the open sea. Weren't you scared? Oh, what's there to be scared of? You're on a big ocean liner. What could happen? Well, for one thing, the boat might sink. That's silly. I didn't even think of it. Well, that, that boat trip must have been good for you, Jack. You certainly put on a lot of weight. I did? Yes, especially around your waist. Around my... Oh, darn it, I forgot to take off my life belt. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Well, it's funny you never noticed it. Haven't you taken a bath? Yes, and I was wondering why I kept floating out of the tub. <laughs> oh, I should have guessed. Well, Jack, now, what about Europe? Uh, what did you do? And where did you go? What about Europe? What'd you do? Where'd you go? Oh, I went all over. Down, I was in England, France, Italy, but the loveliest place I've ever seen in my life is Switzerland. What scenery. Beautiful, huh? Well, Don, it's a second Lake Arrowhead. <laughs> and those mountains, I just can't describe them. Yes, I've heard the Alps are gorgeous. Oh, they are. Well, Don, when I think of them, I could just yodel. Ole, ole. <laughs> Really, you should see those Alps with rippling streams, with wildflowers blooming and cheese growing all over the place. I've often wondered about that. Is there really so much cheese in Switzerland? Is there? Well, when a good rat dies, that's where he goes. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't that a honey? <laughs> but of course, down there's only one place to really have fun, and that's Paris. Oh, so they say. Well, how did Paris strike you, Jack? Fine, but I do wish I could have read French. It was so embarrassing. Uh, why? What happened? Oh, I kept going into wrong doors. So. <laughs> Don. Don, we won't carry on that one. Don, who do you think I bumped into in Paris? Who? <laughs> Uh, Mary, she went to Europe, too, the little copycat. She was mad about Paris. Oh, hello, Phil. Hiya, Jack. Glad to see you back again. Well, it's sure good to see you, Phil. I don't know of anyone I've missed as much as you. Thanks, Jack. Did you have a nice vacation, Phil? What'd you do this summer? Well, I put my band in mothballs. Yes. And then I went down to Texas on a fishing trip. Oh, a fishing trip. Did you have any luck? Well, I caught a 110-pound blonde in Galveston. Well, that was luck, huh? Yeah, but her father was a game warden, so I had to throw her back. That's <laughs> uh, too bad, Don. Say, Jack, I heard you telling Don about Europe. Did you make the trip alone? Uh, no, Phil. I went over with an uncle of mine. He's a swell fella's traveled enough, you know, but the only trouble is he drinks. He drinks quite a bit. Oh, well, at least you had company, somebody to talk to. Oh, yes, yeah, if you can understand hiccups. <laughs> My uncle was the only passenger that was seasick and didn't know it. <laughs> what a guy. I meant to ask you, Jack, uh, what boat did you go over on? The Normandy. You ought to see it, Phil. Gee, it's gigantic. It looks like Don Wilson with funnels. Oh. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There. And, Phil, who do you think was on the same boat? Who? Marlene Dietrich. Right on the same boat. What no a girl. No kidding. And would you believe it, Phil, her cabin was only 20 miles from mine. <laughs> and I got bunions to prove it. <laughs> hey, fellas, look. Look who's here. Uh, bonjour, messieurs. Bonjour. Comment allez-vous, c'est toi? Well, well, well. Oh, how are you, Mary? Mary? Hello, Mary. Uh, Marie to you guys. Mm. Mary, cut out that French. You're back home now. Gee, Mary, you're looking swell. Did you have any fun in Paris? Uh, oui, oui. 
Wee oui, wee. Oui. Even the stores all the time. Oh, I bet you did a lot of shopping, huh, Mary? Wee uh, wee. Oui, wee oui. wee. Oui, oui. oui, oui. Did you meet any cute fellas? Woo woo. <laughs> Stop showing off. I'm glad you didn't make the trip with me. So, so am I. I. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what boat did you go over on? Uh, the Queen Mary Livingston. The Queen Mary Livingston? Yes, the captain told me I could say that. Oh, no. Oh, say, fellas, before I forget, I brought you all a little present from Paris. You did? What is it, Mary? Perfume. Perfume? <laughs> Just what we needed. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Phil. Uh, come here, Don. Here's your bottle. It's called A Kiss in the Dark. Oh, thanks, Mary. And here's yours, Phil. It's called Love's Gardenia. Well, <laughs> Quite romantic. Uh, what's mine, Mary? Dracula's dream. It's a fine name for a perfume. It also kills ants. Well, a double header. Some stuff. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute, Mary. The bottle you gave me has a nipple on it. Oh, I gave you Kenny's. <laughs> Anyway, Mary, it was nice of you to bring us perfume. And that's not all. You know what I brought for our audience? What? A poem. A poem? Well, mm -hmm. that ought to smell, too. <laughs> you hear that, folks? A poem. You want to hear it? Huh? <laughs> you want to hear it. What can they say? The well, boys look like we're outnumbered. What's the title of it, Mary? Uh, Paris in the Springs. Paris in the Springs. Uh, yeah, I wrote it in bed. Oh. Well, well let's hear it. All right. <coughs> <coughs> Starts out good. Mm. <laughs> I've just returned from dear old Paris, where life is gay and there are no carrots. Oh, no carrots. Mm. Some call it Paris, some Paris. Now, which is right? I'm up a tree. Up a tree? I'm doing the big apple. Oh. oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, with your good old Eiffel Tower, where friends you meet and say bon jour. And people poor and people rich, right across your London Bridge. Bridge. London Bridge is in London. Uh, well, I was there, too. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I adore you, Paris, France, where girls buy hats and men buy pants. And the whole world shouts hurrah for your patty, fooey gras. Mary, that's Patty Fogwa. It's huh? fooey. I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't like the whole poem. No? Your waiters, with their fine behaviors, serve the six delicious flavors. Flavors? Yes, the strawberries, the raspberries, the cherry orange, too. The lemon and the lime and the kesky voulie voo. Hey, Hera! What? See who play, Phil. Merci beaucoup.
Stop, you're breaking my heart From Artists and Models <clears throat> uh, Played by uh, Phil Harris and his augmented orchestra And Phil, you're right back in form again Believe me, that number sounded plenty good You think that's something? Wait till we learn it <laughs> By the way, Phil, I notice you've enlarged your orchestra quite a bit this season uh, What have you added? Three violins and a cement mixer <laughs> Well, that's what I like Something concrete in there, yeah Hmm Gee, three fiddles, too. <laughs> Funny, I was watching that middle fellow in particular. He seems to uh, employ the same technique on the violin that I do. I know, I'm letting him go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, do that, do that, Phil. Huh? But look, Phil, I don't want to tell you your business. You know, I always hate to butt in, but I do think that those three violinists ought to have strings on their instruments. <laughs> they should? Certainly. I told them that, but they talked me out of it. <laughs> You shouldn't be so easily swayed But there's no question about it, Phil Your orchestra has an added quality What'd you think of the last number, Mary? Uh, the cement mixer wasn't loud enough Well, it's tired I just finished a symphonic engagement at Boulder Dam <laughs> Hey, Jack, look Look who just came in Who? How bite who? Kenny Oh, it's me Hello, everybody Hello, Kenny. Hello, Jack, old boy. Old boy? Well, it's another year. That's right. Well, Kenny, you're sure looking swell, and I shouldn't tell you this, but during my vacation in Europe, I don't know of anyone I've missed as much as you. Thanks, Jack. Next year, you can take me with you. No, I'd rather miss you. Gee, I bet you had a swell time in Europe, Jack. You look so tan and dissipated. <laughs> Kenny, you should have been there, really. Did you get that postcard I sent you from Paris? Did I? Wow. <laughs> Kenny, that was a picture of a museum. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Jack, have you noticed how much Kenny has grown this summer? That's right, Don. He's getting to be a real young man, isn't he? Gee. Isn't he, Mary? He sure is, and he's better looking, too. Gosh. Do you mean that, Mary? Uh-huh. Then give me a kiss. Oh, a fast worker, too. Uh, go ahead, Mary. You haven't seen Kenny all summer. Go. No, I want to kiss him. Oh, go on. No. Oh, come on, Mary. Give him a kiss. What have you got to lose? My gum. <laughs> well, you can get another stick. Come on, go Mary. On, Mary. Give it. Come on. Oh, come on. It's only Kenny. Give him a kiss. Oh, no. He'll tell everybody. He will not. I will, too. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Come on, Mary, quit stalling. You better hurry up or I'll get out of the mood. Oh, look, look who's in the mood. Look, look. Oh, all right. Come on, Kenny, brace yourself. All set. All right, camera. Mm. Well, how was it, Mary? He has grown. <laughs> You see? Let's do it again. No, no, that's enough. Save your energy for your song. What are you going to sing tonight, Kenny? Well, as soon as I get my breath, I'm going to sing Remember Me. That's swell. Well, wait a minute, Kenny. Just uh, come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? I want to take this opportunity of telling you how glad I am to see you back on the air. Well, well, thanks. I don't know of anyone I've missed as much as me. Toodaloo. <laughs> I knew 13 weeks was unlucky. Sing, Kenny. Yeah. 
song that I've created, nothing too sophisticated. It's a theme that everybody knows. Not a hilly-billy ballad full of sentimental salad, though you think it's silly, I suppose. My own refrain, child of my brain. And my song is dedicated to the people who are mated. Listen now, for here is how it goes. Do you remember one September afternoon? I stood with you and listened to a wedding tune. And didn't I go with you on your honeymoon? Remember me. Do you recall a cottage small upon a hill? Where every day I had to pay another bill And if I'm not mistaken, dear, I pay them still Remember me I can see that little angel on your knee Can't you see He kind of, sort of looks like me The boy whose only joy is loving you Who worries till he hurries home when day is through And I'm the guy you give your good night kisses to I'm only the husband that you're married to And I should look a little familiar to you Remember Me from Mr. Dodd Takes the Air, sung by Kenny Baker, the great lover of the Jell-O program. <laughs> and Kenny, your voice is better than ever. Yes, it certainly is. Really, Kenny, your voice has improved tremendously. Yes, sir. Well, this may sound hammy, but I agree with you. <laughs> well, this may sound slammy. Well, we took that joke out. <laughs> Say, Mary, uh, why don't you give uh, Kenny his present now, you know? <laughs> oh, yes, I nearly forgot. Here, Kenny, I brought you something from Paris. Just a little remembrance. Oh, boy, what is it? Well, it's sweet and it's liquid and you have to spray it on you. Now, what is it? A kiss. No, it's perfume. <laughs> oh, shucks. Watch your language, son. <laughs> now, run away, both of you kiddies. We got things to do around here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the feature attraction of our opening program... We are going to present the first in a series of highly dramatic offerings. Uh, pardon me. Come in. Well, well. Hiya, bud. Unexpected entrances. Well, Andy, I'm glad to see you. Me too. Gee, the whole gang's here. Yep. Well, Andy, how's your maw and paw and the chickens? And... Well, the chickens are molting and ma don't look so good either. <laughs> we 
we'd have had that gag for our first show. <laughs> well, she'll improve, Andy. I wish you could tell Paul on that. Well, Andy, what did you... <laughs> Andy, what did you do this summer? Have a nice vacation? Sure did. I took a boat and went over to Catalina Island. Catalina Island? That wasn't much of a trip. Why didn't you come to Europe with me? What for? I can get just as sick in two hours as you can in five days. <laughs> I know, but there's nothing like Paris. Say, Andy, did you get that picture postcard of the Eiffel Tower I sent you? <laughs> yes, sir. Sure got pretty legs, ain't it? <laughs> yes, if you like architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd have been over in Paris with you, though. I'd like to meet some of them cute mademoiselles. <laughs> mademoiselles? Yeah. But, Andy, you can't talk French. Who wants to talk? <laughs> I agree. Well, you ought to make that trip sometime, Andy. Uh, not me. It's too darn dangerous. The boat might sink. No, there's nothing to be afraid of, is there, Mary? Of course not. You see? Jack wore curls in case they yell women and children first. <laughs> I was traveling in car. <laughs> Say, Andy, I brought you something from Paris, too. You did? What is it? Perfume. It's called Eau de la Fleur de la Goo. De la Goo? <laughs> Doggone, it sure smells sweet. I'm glad you like it. You mind if I pour some on my hogs? They need it worse than I do. <laughs> Now don't go wasting it. Uh, well, Andy, as long as you're here tonight, you might as well join us. We're going to put on a little play. Okay, Buck. Yeah, we better get into it. We haven't got much time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our first dramatic offering of the season, we are going to present... Oh, now what? Come in. Hey, Jack, Jack, look. Look who walked in. Well, this is a surprise. Abe Lyman, of all people. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Can I see you a minute? Abe Lyman. Hello, Jack. Can I see you a minute? Sure, sure. Folks, you remember Abe Lyman. His band was with us in New York last winter. Well, Abe, uh, what's on your mind? I didn't expect you to know. What do you, what do you want to see me about? Well, it's a little personal, Jack. I'd rather keep it private. Oh, come on, Abe. Cut it out. There's no secrets around here. Out with it. Look, Jack, this is your first program of the season, isn't it? Yes. And I noticed that you're using Phil Harris's band. Well, yes, Abe. What about it? Well, last winter, when you were in New York, you promised to use my band. I did? Yeah, and I got a letter to prove it. Now, look, Abe, look. What's the trouble, Jack? Oh, nothing, Phil. Only last winter, when we went east, Abe did one broadcast for me. I did three. I got paid for one. <laughs> well, look, that's neither here nor there. I got Phil Harris signed up for the season. Besides, there's no place to discuss business. Well, what about that letter you sent me? Well, I wrote that when I was mad at Phil. <laughs> and anyway, I didn't think you could read. Well, my uncle can. Now, look, Abe, I had enough grief with you in New York, so lay off. Phil Harris is all set, and he went to a lot of trouble augmenting his orchestra. He's even got a cement mixer. That's nothing. I've got a steamroller in my band. I don't believe it. You will when I run over you. Oh, yeah? And next week, a flounder will say jello again. Is that so? All I know is my band is going to be on this program, or you'll be number one on my hit parade. Now, look here, Abe. Now, just a minute. Are you trying to intimidate me? What? Are you trying to intimidate me? How do I know? <laughs> well, well, 
Call up your uncle and find out. It's a fine place to come in and start an argument. Jack, why don't you and Abe go out in the hall where you can be alone? You think I'm crazy? <laughs> now look at Abe, we can talk this over some other time. I'm talking it over right now. Yeah. You stay out of this, Kenny. Yeah. I've had enough of this, and I'm not going to waste any more time arguing. Oh, you're not, eh? Hey there, Lyman. Why don't you leave Buck alone? Get away from me, diviner. I'll clear your throat. (laughs) Hey, watch out, Andy. I hope I come out of a baritone. It's a fine thing to happen on my first program. Say, Jack. Jack. Why? I feel kind of embarrassed about this. I, I didn't know... Oh, you're know... not to blame, Phil. No, Phil, it's not your fault. Of course not. Now, let's drop all of this and go back to where we were. Okay, give me another kiss, Mary. <laughs> well, I'm glad the subject has changed. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight... Go away, Abe. Uh, we will present a dramatic offering... You won't be in it! Now, listen, Abe. Come on, Lyman, get out of here. Pipe down, Wilson, or I'll knock you loose from your six delicious flavors. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, it won't be genuine without the big red letters on the box. (laughs) You tell him, Don. Imagine disrupting this whole broadcast. I wish my pal Fred Allen was here. He'd show you something. Who? Jack Dempsey. Now, look here, Abe. Suppose I give you my word that we'll talk this over in a day or two. Will that be all right? I don't know. I had my heart set on this job. I'm sorry. Gee, and I ate Jello all summer. Well, you feel better, don't you? Oh, sure. Hey, Don, maybe we can get a testimonial out of it. Well, all right, Abe, run along. I'll be seeing you. And I'll be seeing you, too. Well, fellas, I was some commotion, wasn't it? I'm sorry it happened, Jack, but it was your own fault. You shouldn't have written him that letter. Oh, I only did it to encourage him. Besides, how did I know his uncle could read? <laughs> oh, don't worry about him, Jack. No, wait till he hit you. He isn't going to hit me. <laughs> I can take care of myself. I've been taking that cod liver oil all summer for nothing. <laughs> Believe me. Hey, how about our play, Buck? No, Andy, I'm in no mood. I know he's trying to go on with this program. Come on, fellas. Lyman might be waiting outside, so I'll take you all home. Okay, <laughs> Come on, surround me, boys. I want to be in the middle where I can think. Play it. <laughs> we know all men love chocolate, and they all love chocolate pudding. But it's not very often they make their own chocolate pudding. Here's one man who does, though, Mr. Lowell Basic of Burbank, California. Listen to what he says about Jell-O chocolate pudding. I'm a bachelor and chief cook for the three of us. We can usually wrestle a pretty good dinner, but desserts have been a problem. However, the other day I noticed your Jell-O chocolate pudding on the shelf at the store. We use a lot of Jell-O, but I'd never tried this. So I brought home a package and surprised the boys that evening with the swellest, smoothest pudding we ever had. It's a boon to bachelors, and it's swell eating. We're glad Mr. Beesick discovered Jell-O chocolate pudding, for Jell-O chocolate pudding is delicious and is easy to make. It takes only a few minutes and you get a rich, velvety chocolate pudding with a luscious, creamy consistency that's always just right. Find out for yourself. It's the same low price as Jell-O, so order some Jell-O chocolate pudding tomorrow. 
the last number of the first program in the new Jell-O series, and we'll be with you again next Sunday night, weather and Lyman permitting. <laughs> I sure get into things, don't I, folks? Say, Mary, I see where your picture, This Way Please, is opening at the Paramount Theater this week. Yes, it is, Jack. I must go and see it opening night. See, everybody will be there, Phil and Kenny and Don and Abe. Abe, Lincoln or Lyman? Lyman. Oh, well, I'll go some other time. Good night, folks. <laughs> Special announcement, next Saturday night, Jack Haley starts a new series of programs for Log Cabin Syrup over most of these same stations. See your local paper for the time and the station nearest you, and be sure to tune in. Andy Devine, whose present picture, You're a Sweetheart, soon to be released, has appeared on this program through the courtesy of Universal Pictures, and Kenny Baker through the courtesy of Mervyn Leroy Productions. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>